and welcome to the My Hormones, My Health podcast. My name's Laura and I have PMDD. Come with me as I navigate my way through the highs, the lows and the lowers of all things relating to hormones and health. I can't promise that I'll have all the answers, but at the heart of everything I do, I'll be aiming to spread a message of hope that a life with hormone or health issues can be compatible with a life of joy. Welcome to episode 10 of the My Hormones, My Health podcast. Thanks so much for listening. On this episode, we're focusing on the thing that I love to hate most in the world, running. I've been running since around 2012 when I did my first race for life, but I'd never actually identify as a runner for some reason. Running for me has been an outlet when I'm stressed, something to help me stomp out my emotions, and it's also been something that on occasion has actually made me feel worse. I've got a habit of getting into the swing of things with my running and developing a really good routine and then putting pressure on myself to take part in a race or an event. So today isn't so much about the physical side of running, but the impact it can have on mental health. I'm joined by Jessica Robson, founder of Run Talk Run, which aims to make running and mental health support less intimidating and more accessible. So Jessica, thank you for coming on and joining me on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about your experiences of with mental health, first of all. Of course, yeah. So I first started really struggling with my mental health from the age of about 14. Um, though if I really dig back deeper, I was a really shy child. So probably you could label that as social anxiety from a young age. But um, from 14, that seemed to just worsen. Um I developed um, an eating disorder, bulimia, to as a way to manage my emotions. I experienced emotions on a very intense level, and I didn't know what to do with that. So I kind of just threw out my food as a way to cope um, and have been managing depression, anxiety, and bulimia on and off since then. I'm now 27, and it's just something that I manage, really. Brilliant. So... Off the back of that then, that's when you have, have set up or, or initially got into running and then set up Run Talk Run. Tell, tell me about your, your relationship with running then. Um, my relationship with running started at the age of 19. Um, I decided that I wanted a better relationship with food. Um, I wanted to go out and party like a student does and I realized that I couldn't carry on with the behaviors that I was engaging in if I was going to keep my alcohol down and last the night. So I started running as, as a way to stay slim, sadly. It was very bulimia driven. Um, but it very quickly built my self esteem to a point where it wasn't about staying slim. It was about proving to myself that I, I was going to do what I said I was going to do if I, set a goal of running 5k and then completed that that boosted my self-esteem and confidence and um gave me something to talk about as a socially anxious person (laughs) um I was really grateful to have something positive to say about myself and a positive identity so running's given me a lot over the years in that sense um but as you pointed out most recently in the last few years it's really given me a sense of community um and I did create Run Talk Run um, three years ago, um, 
and didn't realise how much I needed the community until it was there, really. I think it's really interesting what you say, because it sounds like your intention with running, actually, it wasn't about confidence. It was more about managing food and, like you say, like staying slim. And actually, it's it's took on something completely different and now means something completely different for you. And maybe it's not to do with weight or, or, you know, how you look or anything like that. It's actually purely how you feel and maybe a bit of purpose. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely came from a negative place, but it didn't take long for it to show you that it was actually going to be a really positive thing for me and my head. That's really good. I, and I, I can relate to that. I think most people have a bit of a, a love-hate relationship with running, don't they? And I know I, I definitely do. I love running, but I, I hate running and I'm not a runner. <laughs> but but I've run half marathons, but I'm not a runner and I don't enjoy running, but I love going <laughs> for a run. And I think for a lot of people, it's that kind of physical and mental battle, isn't it, when it comes to running? And that's something only runners will understand. Absolutely. I think... Um... Well, running running sucks, really, doesn't it? It's it hurts. It's not it's not actually all that enjoyable, really. Do we do until it? you've done it, <laughs> until you get to the end, and then it's enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's funny, isn't it, really? But I think that's very reflective of how we manage to pull ourselves through mental ill health or like bad days. You know, it's not enjoyable, but we pull ourselves through it. And I think running. Uh, does make us believe that we're capable of getting through the hard stuff that's a really good comparison isn't it yeah and it's it's definitely like like running and mental health are both two really tough things but actually the feeling of navigating your way through them is that there's nothing like being able to take control of your mental health and and help yourself just like there's no feeling of finishing a run no, no matter how long it was or how hard it was they're quite comparable actually what would you say then is like the feeling of of doing a run and describe how maybe your your narrative in your mind goes when you're running? Um, most of it is me uh, fighting with the urge to stop running. <laughs> um, but maybe when I've moved beyond that, I think for me, it if I'm running alone, it creates like a space for me to process things that I don't give myself time to process at any other time of the day. So mostly it's a feeling of working through emotions that I might have ignored. Um, and sometimes those emotions are also pretty um, rubbish, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, like, for example, I went for a run on Sunday and I actually ended up being overwhelmed with like a panicky feeling. I had to stop running. I couldn't breathe. Um, and I think running just creates that space for me to um acknowledge how I'm feeling um so for me <laughs> it could feel a number of different ways it could feel good or bad but at the end of the day it's creating space to feel I absolutely love that and yeah I t totally relate to what you're saying there it's definitely a battle definitely a battle but I think a lot of the time if we don't give ourselves the space and the time to feel what we're feeling it will come out in other ways won't it do you feel like it affects other areas of your life because I know for me I just like I sleep better when I run I'm calmer mm -hmm. when I run and I genuinely think that's because I physically and mentally let it all out when I'm running and I, I can tell the difference when I when I don't run definitely are you the same I am yes 
Yeah, I feel like um, it promotes other healthy behaviors in a way. You know, um, when you go out for a run, like you, you do end up wanting to eat a more nutritious meal, I think, after. It makes me, I guess, respect my body a bit better. Um, <laughs> just it has improved my self-respect and made me want to look after myself better with better sleep, like you say, and better uh, routine, I guess. Yeah, has a has a ripple effect, doesn't it? For sure. Mm, so, what definitely. is then? What's run talk run? Tell us a bit more about that. Yes, uh, run talk run is a mental health support community. Um, I set it up on the back of my most recent um, period of um, depression in 2017, the last sort of prolonged period of depression, at least. Um, and it is essentially a five kilometer jog on a weekly basis where people can turn up and it's a place where you can talk about your mental health, whether that's good or bad or meh. Um, it's, it's a space where we encourage that conversation. You don't have to t- come on, say, um, you know, what you're diagnosed with or anything like that, but it's a place where it's okay to talk about therapy and often stigmatized things um we started with one support group three years ago and we've now grown to a community of a hundred runs um across the world where other volunteers are leading these safe spaces um so that's what we are that's absolutely amazing and i can just imagine the feedback that you must get is is fantastic it must really help people it does. Yeah. Um, it, it's really lovely seeing the impact it has, not just on the runners, but on the leaders as well. Um, there's something incredibly powerful about sort of giving back. And I'm sure you must experience this, the podcast, um, that sense of your, it's, it's a selfless act, but you get so much from it, which is just a win-win really. <laughs> it, it's a good, yeah, it's definitely a good feeling. And and you say it's a, it's a 5K jog. Can people join if they're not able to run 5K? Yes. So we are literally for all abilities. And whether you think, oh, I'm going to have to walk a lot of that, that's okay. Um, we really don't care about pace. We don't care how, how long it takes us. If we end up walking most of it, that's that's okay. The important thing is that you come and you try. And showing up is a big deal so if you've shown up then you're already winning really I think just showing up again it's that self-respect isn't it it's it's the intention behind it so whether you end up running 5k getting a pb whether you end up walking it the intention is there to, to set that time aside for you isn't it so that's brilliant I really love that so mm. we've probably got a mixed bag of people listening so we might have some runners listening already but I want to, I can imagine that actually there's probably people listening thinking, oh, running isn't for me, but I want to be in that club that they're talking about because it just sounds really helpful. What kind of advice would you have for maybe people who wanted to get into running? Um, just lower your expectations like so much. <laughs> running, as we've said um just now running does suck it's gonna (laughs) suck if you go out for your first run and it feels painful when you can't breathe and your legs hurt and everything hurts that's normal 
that's really normal. And I think I just want to say that to any person who's new to running, like the fact that you feel like you're struggling with it, that that's expected. <laughs> so don't expect to be running 5K in one go straight from the off. Um, just be kind to yourself. I know that's hard, but just, yeah, be be gentle with yourself and don't rush it. Love that. I, I always remember my my first run, actually. And it was where we live, there's a river and from one bridge to the next, it's exactly a mile. And I'd signed up to do race for life and I wasn't a runner in, in quotation marks. I wasn't a runner then, but, um, I decided I was going to do race for life and I'm going to do it with my cousins. Learning to run, it'll be fine. You know, won't be an issue at all. Um, and so one evening my husband, well, my boyfriend at the time, was like, come on, we'll go for a run along the river and you'll just do a mile. Um, and that'll be like your first mile and it'll be great. And then you'll feel better about it. And I hated mm-hmm. him for it. Absolutely <laughs> hated him. And I just remember every every single step hurt. And he was literally alongside me like, Laura, keep going, keep going. And I just, and at that moment I thought, why do people do this? Yeah. And that was like, that must've been about eight years ago actually now. Um, and I, I have this habit of signing myself up for a run um, when I'm kind of having a good phase of running. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do a run. I sign up for a run and then remember that I actually hate running. And I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever change. And every time I do a run, I'm like, that's it. I'm hanging up my trainers now. I'm never running again. <laughs> yeah. And then something just, I don't know. It, it, I think it's something I'll probably always go through and I always say to people, you know, it doesn't matter how far you're running. If you're, if you are doing the act of running, you are a runner. It doesn't matter if you're running for, you know, if you run for a race or if you run for mental health or you run because you're trying to run for a boss, it doesn't matter. You're still running. And that is what makes it, makes you be a runner. What was your first run like? Was it, was it similar to my experience? Please tell me it was. I ran alone for my first run wasn't um being encouraged by anyone (laughs) um so there was a lot of frustration at myself I seem to remember so I was yeah I was a student in Oxford I haven't thought about my first run for a long time um it's quite nice to get nostalgic (laughs) um yeah I just remember it feeling a lot harder than I thought it was going to feel you know I kind of had it in my head as that you know oh well I'm not you know, overweight or anything like this should feel easy. I'm young. Mum runs. So if mum can run, it must be easy, you know. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't easy at all. And I did stop pretty much <laughs> 100 metres from my door thinking, oh, okay, <laughs> I have to walk. Um, so, yeah. I'm glad Not your easy. experience wasn't wasn't like amazing like mine wasn't. And I think that's the thing about runners. They, it doesn't matter what they look like. They always look like it's dead easy. Like even if they're dripping with sweat, they just look so cool when they're running. And I just don't think I look like that. But then who knows who you're inspiring, I guess. What would you say to somebody who wanted to run, but maybe they not just doubted their ability, but they were too kind of self-conscious to run because I think again that's not really a weight issue it's 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 an issue we have with our confidence isn't it but I think it's something Mm -hmm. that a lot of people go through what would you say to those people um so one thing that I've realized and this might sound really harsh actually 
is it's helped me with my confidence actually is to realize no one cares like everyone's so wrapped up in their own lives and their own um, insecurities and their own self-consciousness that actually if you run past them then they're not really taking you in <laughs> they're seeing you but they're not looking at you um and I think we have this idea that everyone's looking at us when they're really not <laughs> and if they are then they're probably just feeling very inspired by the fact that you're out moving and doing something good for yourself. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it is hard to to put yourself in a sweaty, vulnerable position in front of the public. But um, no one's judging you for it. And if they are, then, well, they're just horrible. But, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, what would you say then? Because I think I have a treadmill at home, but... I also enjoy running outdoors. What what would you say that the pros and cons of running outdoors compared to a treadmill? Have you ever tried a treadmill or are you always outdoors when you run? Um, I do run on the treadmill occasionally, yeah. Um, I would much rather run outdoors. I find getting on a treadmill is incredibly boring sometimes. Um, it depends really. It depends what kind of headspace I'm in. Sometimes, sometimes I'm, um, I have a lot of anxious energy and like running on a treadmill at a faster pace is what suits me that day to get rid of some of that energy. Um, but if I want a more contemplative mental healthy run, (laughs) then running outdoors is a lot better for me. I think they're almost like two completely different things running outdoors to running on a treadmill. And I think the goal is often different as well. Like you say, sometimes it's, for mental health in which case running outside is the best thing mm. and I guess running on a treadmill I feel like for me it's it's more of a means to an end because I'm feeling like I, I should be running so that's what I'm going to do the pressure yeah. I think is a bit different if if that makes sense maybe definitely definitely I only really get on the treadmill if I want to go a bit faster and that does change the tone of the run because like you say there's that expectation this is about exercise it's not about my head (laughs) um yeah don't I'm not a big lover of it but I'll use it especially um with uh weather that like we've had today (laughs) where it's been raining yeah definitely um but yeah it's got its place hasn't it a treadmill but um there's something different about running out well just being outdoors and yeah absolutely so I think every time I go on a run I my biggest worry is that it's going to be a bad run and by that I mean I won't go as far as I want to go I won't go as fast as I want to go or it might be that I'll see somebody I know and that'll be a bit shy and I think for a lot of people what puts them off going for a run is what if it's not the run that I think it'll be what if it's not as easy as it looks or any of that what would Mm. you say to somebody that or maybe you know something they need to remember after they feel like they've had that a bad run what advice would you give them I would say that remind yourself why why you run at all you know um does it matter that it wasn't as fast? Like, why does it matter? I'd, I'd encourage you to ask, why does it matter that I didn't run as fast as I thought I was going to? Or why does it matter that uh, that colleague saw me? And I think when you start to ask yourself deeper, like, why am I bothered by this? <laughs> you can get to the the root of um, 
the upset and normally it isn't actually about the run at all (laughs) yeah definitely that's a really good point actually and thinking more about mental health why do you think so many people benefit from run talk run from a talking point of view then why is it that helps them so much I think there's a there's a few reasons I think running itself um lowers our inhibitions <laughs> to an extent where I think we're so we're on the same page you know we're already sweating together we're already kind of hurting together <laughs> and that makes us drop all these other false pretenses that we have like you know if you're sat in a restaurant talking it's so easy to hold up barrier after barrier in front of like how you're actually feeling but when you're running like you can't carry those barriers you've got to drop them and I think that makes it so much easier to say how we're actually doing um we lose eye contact as well which makes it a lot less scary to open up um and just I think as I sort of mentioned earlier it's very rare that we give ourselves the space to to talk about how we're really doing And so I think running does open up a particular allotment of time (laughs) where it's like, okay, I'm going to run for 30 minutes or 60 minutes. And that is my time where I can just talk. Um, And it's almost nice that there's a start point and an end point to that. I think people like that. Yeah, it's like creating a boundary, isn't it? Because I guess at the end point, I'm allowed to put my wall back up again if I want to. But for this half an hour or this hour... I'm going to allow myself to be vulnerable. I'm going to put my walls down. I'm going to sweat. might even cry mm-hmm. a little bit because I hate running so much. But actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to have those walls up because as you say, you just can't carry anything else when you're running. So it's no, allowing it yourself to be, Yeah. <laughs> it's allowing yourself to be vulnerable, isn't it? And that's probably the bravest thing um about running and about talking about mental health. You know, there's so many parallels. Um, between the two so thank you so much for sharing that with us so as we as we start to kind of wrap up our chat then you know you mentioned it your your own struggles with mental health that this there and it's something that you you still battle with and it's something you battled with for a long time but something that is quite prevalent I think for me from the other people that I've spoken to and, and for myself as well is feeling like mental health actually it is giving us that that wider purpose do you Mm -hmm. feel like run talk run does that for you and your mental health do you feel like actually your your own experiences they've kind of gone full circle for you to help other people 100 percent. I think um my experiences with my mental health is sometimes it's really hard to show up for myself like I I don't know when I'm in a bad place or a dark place I don't want to do nice things myself I don't necessarily want to shower or run or cook a healthy meal like I don't it's just hard it makes everything harder so if I tell myself actually I've got to be well and show up for myself because I'm showing in showing up for myself I'm showing up for a whole community of runners it makes it so much easier it makes it about them and not me but at the same time I'm helping myself yeah you're taking care of yourself without maybe 
feeling like you you have to do that the pressure like you say isn't on you it's on you to, mm. to, to help other people and if that just so happens to make you feel good in the process then that's that's really good as well isn't it definitely and do you know what you never know there might be somebody listening to this this episode while they're actually out on a run so if there's somebody listening now who's out on a run what would you say to them <laughs> keep going <laughs> I feel like I want to like cheer and be like yeah yeah keep going you can do it and if you stop to walk that doesn't mean you failed your run oh. like it's okay you know maybe take a chiller take take a hundred meter walk but keep running after <laughs> absolutely love it thank you so much for coming on and and sharing your experiences and run talk run with us today thank you for indulging me <laughs> After listening to our chat, you might be feeling really inspired to try running for the first time. And if you're not, I'm not offended because as I said a few times, I hate running almost as much as I love it. But maybe you will start to think more about the mental and emotional impact of being more active in other ways. So with the help of a few of my Insta followers, I've got some top tips for newbie runners. The first and only rule I would tell anybody about running is this your comfort over everything you do not need to go and spend loads of money on running leggings and and expensive trainers if you're more comfortable in an old pair of joggers that are full of holes and especially in the early days you don't need the most expensive pair of trainers as long as you're comfortable as long as you're not getting blisters and your boobs don't feel like they're jigging all over the show nothing else really matters having said that sometimes a new running top can be just the motivation you need to get out there too my second tip is start small don't sign up for a race or an event until you actually know that you like running because otherwise that's where all the unnecessary pressure starts to come in to be a runner all you have to do is run it's not about pace or distance and it's not about running for the entire time that you're out neither Some people like to start with just running to the next lamppost or the next tree and then walking for a bit and then running to the next tree. You can download the Couch to 5K app, which is free, and it's designed to help beginners go from not running at all to running around 5K in nine weeks. I've done Couch to 5K a few times and there's no shame in going back to basics. Even the most experienced and athletic of runners will have off days where they find it harder to get their trainers on and get out the door. Be kind to yourself. Remember, no one ever regrets a workout, unless it's the one that just adds to your stresses. So always remember why you're running and what you need to get out of today's run. And if today, actually, your mental health doesn't want to run, then that's okay too. And lastly, leave your imposter syndrome behind. I started this episode by telling you that I don't identify as a runner and that's due to me having a bit of imposter syndrome telling me that I'm not fast enough or I'm not good enough to be able to say that I am a runner. But remember, to be a runner, all you need to do is put one foot in front of the other. Don't let anyone, especially yourself, tell you that you shouldn't try running or that you won't be good enough. Running, especially for mental health, isn't about how fast you are or how long you're running for. And it's certainly not about if you look the part. It's just about going. I'd also recommend reading Jog On by Bella Mackey. So this is probably the first book that I read about mental health. And it really helped me to understand what I get or or want to get out of running. 
Jessica also recommends reading Your Pace or Mine by Lisa Jackson and Lost Connections by Johan Harry for anyone who wants to read up more on their mental health. On the next episode, I'm going to be talking to Imogen, who'll share her experiences of living at the centre of a melting pot, which is PMDD, PCOS, diabetes and dyslexia. Thank you again for listening. Keep sharing, leave a review and subscribe to hear future episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, you can follow My Hormones My Health on Instagram or email me at hormonesandhealth at outlook.com.